Welcome to episode 93 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy, and that's my cats. <laughs> this is the review show that reviews comics chronologically, kind of. So, this is the season finale of this episode, just so you guys huh. know. I didn't so know you that. guys know. We, we, <laughs> I did tell you the last time, So, because full disclosure, I messed up the last recording, so we're re-recording this. Actually, Uncle Chris messed it up for being honest. Actually... Chris said, but it's TJ's uh, fault. I said, my recording stopped recording on my end, and, and, and TJ said, it'll be fine, don't worry about it. That's what we went. And we and went 45 minutes to an hour, even more, maybe. Yeah, so that was <laughs> my mess up, and that stupid ball's back. <laughs> full, full disclosure on another end, I have three new kittens who are um, <laughs> running around, so... Uh, I'll do my best to keep him away from the microphone, but I yeah, can't make any promises. Also, it's been a while since we've covered this the last time, so we're... I don't know who, if either one of you did reread anything. I did. Um, I did not. I, I did a week or two, a week and a half ago, but then I reread the first one today, so at least bought the first one. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, so it's been a while since we read these, so we're gonna... Try and get through these as quickly as possible. <laughs> You'll get normal production out of me. It is what it is. Let me get through the credits here. So, this is the 19th, January 1940, well, I guess it's the December-January issue of Batman, number 20, 1944. It is, the executive editor was Whitney Ellsworth, the cover artist was Dick Sprang, the first story was written by Don Cameron Penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jack Burnley, Ray Burnley, lettered by Betty Bentley. The second story was written by Bill Finger, penciled by Bob Kane, inked by Jerry Robinson, lettered by George Russo. Third story was written by Bill Finger, penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jack Burnley, Ray Burnley, lettered by Betty Bentley. The, the last story was written by Bill Finger, penciled by Bob Kane, inked by Jerry Robinson, lettered by George Russo's. Okay. I, no. I feel like that was a lot of more um, credits than we usually have for some reason. <laughs> It's <laughs> not. There's just a lot more different names. Normally, I can just say the first, oh, second, right. third All story are, ju- are right. this, this, and this, but every one of them has a different freaking writer or pencil to ink their letter, so it's like gotcha. had to do each one separately. All right. I guess that's it for that. Going into the cover, since Slumpy's muted, why don't you do the cover, Uncle Chris? Um, because I have to pick up my thing. Okay, of course. we have a <laughs> we have a yellow cover, and ripping through the front of the cover, that's the cover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the Batmobile, and Robin's driving. Batman's hanging out the window, and there's some bullet holes. It looks like in the windshield. Uh, Batmobile's got a cool fin on the top of it. I don't remember if that was standard. And there's some red stripes down the side, which look pretty neat too. Yeah, it's did I miss anything? Decent, no, it's a decent enough cover. <laughs> Considering it's kind of yeah, nothing. Like are there right? Are there right. They didn't go all out. The but it, yeah, there are bullet holes in the window. It looks like it's it. just cracked, or it's cracked, or something. Yeah. Uh, it's still ten cents. It's a Superman publication, and there's four big Batman and Robin action stories in this thing. Apparently, all yeah, right. They all got big action. Anything to say about this cover? Uh, I mean, the Batman is detailed. Other than that, it's kind of just yeah. it is what it is. Alright, moving on. Good. No? Okay. Moving on to the first story, which is called The Centuries of Crime. I'm just reading my notes from a month ago. Hold on. 
thought right. you were waiting for us to say something. No, nope. Century's a crime. <laughs> I guess Lumpy, you're up for the first splash page. Non-canon so you page. got a you got a giant Joker who's pulling the strings on these two doors, and there's a wall under them that's split in half. One it says past, and one says future. There's like old timey people running out on the left side that says past with like spears. And swords, and on the right side, the future is like guys kind of dressed futuristic with a rocket ship coming new out timey. of the door. They were yeah, new timey, timey. <laughs> old timey, new timey thing. And you got <laughs> Batman and Robin are kind of looking up at the Joker, kind of like scared, defensive pose, I guess, kind of. Well, he's giant. <laughs> he's giant. <laughs> uh, and TJ just fell down a flight of steps. Nope, nope. That was uh, <laughs> cats again. I don't even know they're in the other room. Yeah, it's so very loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what? So uh, did so you like the cover? It. I think the cover's not terrible. It looks okay. You mean the splash page? That been a splash page, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's good. I mean, they like this. They like the giant bad guy for some reason. They do that a lot. Miniature Batman and Robin. They do a lot. They love doing that. Yeah. All right. So before I actually jumped into the first story here, Chris, you said you reread this one. Yeah. You know why I only reread this one? Because it took me like an hour to reread this one because it's a novel. Yeah, we're gonna get to that in a minute. So Lumpy, do you remember <laughs> anything about this one? Yes, I do. Okay. I'm just curious. I I mainly remember <laughs> that it's literally more words than pictures. Well, yes. yeah, because if you look at the first page, it is covered in words. Yes. Like, the first the first panel is just a paragraph of words. I don't know why they bothered putting pictures in there at all. Because nobody would notice the pictures with all the, all the bubbles. Yeah, it's a lot. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But we open up in a bar, I guess. I don't know. So, I mean, there's a liquor there. There's a bottle of liquor there. They're sitting at a table, so I guess. There's a waiter. A restaurant. Yeah, yeah it's either a restaurant or a bar or something. They're at a table. Clearly, there's a waiter in the background bringing stuff around. So Yeah, so it's not like the fortune teller's place. It's a No. It's a central location. So, they're at the at the table is a, a fraudulent scientist and a swami, a fortune teller. They're both criminals and they're both down under the luck. I don't remember the specifics and I don't really care. So, as they're lamenting, the Joker shows up to the table and says, hey, I can make you big money. And they're like, how are you going to do that? He says, I got a time machine. And he's like, no, you don't. And they're like, yeah, huh? <laughs> yes, I do. To- no, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. And they're like, <laughs> if so, if you can convince your two marks that you're both working on right now, uh, the comment I can give them, they have to invest in pay a fee and stuff like that, so forth and so forth. So the next day, the scientist goes to, I believe it's his investor. Well, the scientist and the Swami are in on it, right? They know it's not a real time machine, right? No, I don't think so. K- kind of. No? Kind of. They. <laughs> no. They I think they think it's a real time machine. They do. Okay. Yeah, but they're also willing to like they don't necessarily trust the Joker, but they're like, all right, whatever, we'll we'll make money either yeah, way. So that's why right, they're going to get some other guy to go in. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the plan. But so the banker convinces his investor, right? It's an investor. Yeah, right. He's going to go into the thousand years in the future. It's a dumb plan. 
Yeah, he's gonna I go know. thousand years in the future and cash in his money that got compound interest and sell off his properties. Right? Isn't that what he's gonna do? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then come back with the money that's going to be dated for the future, and you're not going to be able to use it anyway. So it's stupid. Yes, and <laughs> it's like I, uh, I just went blank there because I remembered the, I remember what the plan was, and it's still just as stupid going through it the second time around. <laughs> right. And actually, when I reread it, I'm like, oh my god, this is worse the second time around than it was the first time around. Well, and I mean, so and it's I not a bad story. It's we I don't talked think it's a bad about story. this. I think the guys are stupid. Oh my god, will you two let each other talk? The, in, in Futurama, this happens. Really? Fry is frozen for a thousand years or something. So he wakes up in the year 3000. And when yeah. he goes to the bank, he had 10 cents in the bank before. And now he's like a millionaire because yeah. his interest compounded. So that, it, that it, makes, it's like that makes a, sense. Right. Well, what doesn't but, make sense is this This guy plans on bringing it back with him. That doesn't make sense. Well, that's what I was going to say, but he stays in the future. So when <laughs> right. he gets that makes it, more sense. it works. Not that it necessarily works, because if you had 10 cents in the bank, I'm sorry, but it's they're going to close your account long before <laughs> it compounds any interest. But, yeah, your fees are going to be more than 10 cents. So. Yes. <laughs> I just want to point out, all that noise in the background is Lumpy's Cats. I am not editing it out, so you're so, going to have to deal, <laughs> deal with it. So we are... Pu- we are making it known, so you have to listen to it, and that's it. <laughs> I, I, have, I have three new kittens, unfortunately. My wife is fostering, and um, they're pretty active right now, literally wrestling in the litter box. So, oh, nice. So well, my it's, life. it's coming over very distinctly. <laughs> yeah, it's loud. It's loud. So I, I just I'm going to apologize, because I literally can do nothing. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. There is no... There's nothing I can do with There's these no cats at it. all. Yeah. There's nothing. I have nowhere else to go, and this <laughs> is my life. So I apologize, but I can't do anything. I was just mentioning it because I refuse to edit it out. He doesn't want to edit it out, yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason why they brought it up. <laughs> anyway, as stupid as the the teller, the scientist's plan is, the Swami's is not much better as his mark... Wants to go to the future because he's scared of Batman. Yeah, he's running away. Yeah. Yeah. There are easier way to run away. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's an easy way to get rid of him, though, because you go a thousand years in the future. Batman's dead. At least you hope. True. But <laughs> Batman doesn't leave America. True. True. Most of the time, he doesn't even leave Gotham. But he definitely well, he, never he does go on America. vacation a lot. Yeah, for some reason, he goes on vacation with his bat suit too. So that's true. Yes, but he never... I've never seen him outside of America, except for... This the coming issue that's coming up, but that's not really in a different country. We'll get to that. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, he convinces this guy. This the, the so the this scientist is. There's too many characters in this. First of all, oh, uh, it's amazing. You're, you're going to hear it when I read the people that are in this one. It's it's crazy. Like you could have cut out the secondary marks and just had the fraudulent scientist as a swami as a mark. I don't know why we Wait. need an extra layer of marks on top of it. Wait, actually, it doesn't have all the people listed. I, th- I was looking at a different one. This one doesn't have that many people listed. <laughs> but there so, is. There's a lot of characters. There's too many char- one too many characters in this, so it's hard to keep them straight. But I have to bring up that the fraudulent scientist is convincing this banker or whatever he is to do this, but he's, like, just greedy. Meanwhile, the Swami's guy is an actual crook just hiding from Batman. A stupid crook, too. Like, he's really dumb. Yes. 
Yeah. And so they take the Swami and the fraudulent side take their guys to the Joker, who says, go into the time machine. And they go in and, hey, and the one guy says, hey, look, it's the elect- electricity. And this is just like an execution chamber. And he passes out. But he wakes up in the future. <laughs> kind of. It kind, kind of. of it kind of it kind of looks like Don't you always wake up in the future if you go to sleep? Like every yes. time you go to sleep you wake up no, in the future. You wake up yeah. in the present. No, it's the future from when you went to sleep. It is, but you don't wake <laughs> up in the future, you wake up in yeah. the present. It's your present, but it's the future compared to when you went to sleep. So you're time traveling every night when you go to lay down. I guess. I don't wanna argue <laughs> with you. At the end of this episode we'll also be in the future. <laughs> yes, see? Yes. And you keep getting smart, TJ. You're going to be in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're in the we're in the future, and it's not very futuristic looking. It kind of looks like the 1940s version of what the future looks like, which makes sense. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. It. If but, it was the real future, it would look more like what we live in now. <laughs> it's true, but this is still way way in the future to even now would be. Yeah. What is it? A thousand years? You said. Yes, it's a thousand years, but yeah. it looks well, like it wouldn't be that far, though. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess that's a hundred. So that would be pretty far. It's not even close to what it looks like, though. It looks like Rome. I was gonna go. It kind of looks like uh, Mars. The, yeah, this the setting around the outside does, but it's like stone buildings and stuff. They almost look castle-ish. Yeah, it, it looks like a colonization of a planet. Rather than a futuristic setting, you know what I mean? Like, this is what a colony would look like yes. on a different planet. I don't know. It's weird. They're weird. Yeah, it almost looks like Flash Gordon. Is what almost. It me of. I was yeah. actually thinking of John Carter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or John Carter. And, I don't know yeah. what that is. Except John- for there's no red people. <laughs> John Carter <laughs> is a book. It's in a terrible Disney movie, but... It's yeah, a, it's a bad a, movie. Good book. Really good book. It's, it's <laughs> about yeah, about a human who goes to Mars and there's I can't think of the author, but author, but it's the same guy who wrote Tarzan. Uh Egger? Something Egger? Is that his name Egger? I can't think of why I can't, can't I think of his name? I read all his stinking books. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that happens. So back in the present, the greedy Egger factor- Rice Barrows. Oh Egger. sorry. Egger Rice Barrows is his name. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. The Greedy Banker. I'm sorry, go ahead. The Greedy Banker goes to Wayne Manor and says, hey, I'm going to be disappearing for a few days, so can you go to this meeting for me? And He's Bruce like, Wayne says, I forgot I'm in the bank or something. Doesn't he say, like, I forgot? Yeah, I forgot I was a member of the, like, panel for the bank or something. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I guess. And he explains what he's he was doing. And so that means Batman and Robin knows what's up. So they go investigate. They follow the banker to the time machine, and they come and they come in and they start attacking the Swami and the, the uh, fraud and the scientists and the Joker. <laughs> They're all let's there. Attack everybody! Yeah, let's attack everybody. I, I'm literally going through the comic as I'm going it because I literally have <laughs> read this two months ago. So, but anyway, as they as they're going to as they're fighting, I should say the Joker. Pulls on down a rope and knocks both Batman and Robin out with a beam. He just drops a beam on their head. I don't know how they're not dead, but whatever. It's That's a big beam. Batman knockout number 62, Robin knockout number 44. Now, if Joker was smart, he would just go put a bullet in both of their heads and be done with them forever. But of he would. He a, of course he locks them in a cage, like he always does. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never escape this one, though. 
<laughs> yeah, no. Well, they're going to starve to death, he says. So. Yeah, they so Batman and Robin wake up in a prison cell in the future. Yeah, pink building. You know how you can tell it's future because everything's pink. All the buildings are pink for some reason in the I future. I thought they were red. Are they red in yours? Mine's pink. I mean, mine's pink. I guess it's pink. Pink with red accents. I guess. Anyway, so the the sign the pretty bankers in the future now. He's like he's coming here to get his money, but he finds out. Oh no, the banks don't exist anymore. And they don't, no one sells real estate anymore. Everything's owned by the city or whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Everything's free. I don't know what's going on there. And if that's the case, then you don't really steal stuff. So why do they have a jail cell? For criminal, for murderers and stuff. Murderers, I guess. Okay. And so, but this, this makes the banker sad. So he goes, runs back to the time machine. Meanwhile, the crook who's run away from Batman's wandering the town, and he sees Batman and up in the thing. He's like, he found me, somehow. <laughs> so he runs back to the time machine, too. Yeah, they both run back to the time machine. They both go to the Joker, who just, ha- I guess he has a ho- an office in the future now. And well, first they go to some guy, right? Some No. They run no, to the Joker. Okay. It's the Joker. I just see there's a guy sitting on, like, a big pillow with a peace pipe or something. That's way further down. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know if you're like four pages ahead. Am I really? The guy sees... Oh, that's where he runs away. I got you. Go ahead. <laughs> he does have an office in the future. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the guy sitting on a pillow with a peace pipe. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway. The Joker... They go back to the Joker. Like, we want to go back to the past. And he's like, it's going to cost $10,000 extra. And he's like, oh, they're like, okay, just get us back to the past. And so they go out in the time machines... And I guess they go back to the past. Meanwhile, the Joker goes and taunts Batman and Robin one last time before he goes back to the past. And the the crook and the banker walk out from the out of the time machine. Oh no, they are in the past, but they're a thousand years in the past from where they from. Well, two, I guess it'd be two thousand years in the past from where they I were. guess so. They and went back a thousand and then back another thousand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our math is okay. <laughs> so now they're in like what's it year called? one thousand basically. Yeah, but like I went, my first thought was Saudi Arabia for some reason. It, it looks like they're in a tent and there's guys with turbans and stuff on. So yeah, I don't know somewhere like Middle it, East, somewhere Middle like East. Like the, the um, what's that book called? Uh, Arabian Nights, a thousand and one yeah. Arabian Nights or something like that. That is what they kind of look like. Yeah, so that's where we are, and so. They get so they show up and then they get captured by these soldiers, I guess. Mm, and sure. they're brought they're brought to their leader, Basand. Uh, Amud Basan. Amud Basan. That's the guy. That's the spoiler alert guy sitting on a pillow with a peace pipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, uh, "We're gonna torture you now." So they put them in the dungeon and they're gonna poke them with red hot pokers for reasons. And then the Joker shows up and says, "Hey, I'm friends with Amand, and I can get you out of here and back to the past, but it's gonna cost me the rest of your money that you have." Everything like, you have. Pretty much. And they're like, <laughs> sure, whatever. Meanwhile, back in the future, future, uh, Batman, this is stupid. Anyway, Batman. We had a problem with this the first time around, too. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing is, the whole, yeah. this whole story is really bad. We're going in depth pretty good, too, because we're trying to get there. But it's yeah. like, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> Batman throws a rope around a flagpole. Okay. In the future. In the future, yes. Well, in the future, future. Yeah, yes. future, future, and he pulls the flagpole out of, off of out of its like stand into the jail cell. Yeah, and I thought he was going to make a bridge or something, or I don't know what he was doing, but he brings the pole to him. 
Yeah, wouldn't the fly pole just bend? You would think he broke it off and pulled it over. Yeah, well, he pulled it over and then he uses it to bend the bars in his cell. Yeah, like a fulcrum, like a, I, I don't know, I don't know why. Like, they couldn't find anything laying around to do this with, they had to get a flagpole from across the street? Well, I guess so, if but... The, if the rope was strong enough to pull the pole off its moorings, why couldn't they use it to bend the bars? Well, like, tie it maybe, around the bars and pull it? Pull it. Yeah. Well, maybe Batman's not strong enough without the leverage. Maybe they didn't have a whole lot of room. But he ripped the pole out of its moorings. Maybe it's rusty. It is a long time in the future. Maybe it's been there for a thousand years. <laughs> I don't know. The whole, this whole thing's stupid. They get out. That's all that matters. <laughs> and so they're running across the bridge, and then Batman just runs into a mountain, and it splits open. And now they're in the void between. He he really does just run into a mountain. Like, does he just decide, I'm going to run straight into this mountain? Well, they talk about it. Yeah, Why he, he did that. He knows... It's paper mache. Yeah, it's paper mache. So Batman throws, runs through a mountain in the future, and then through the other side, out the other side, into the past. That's how you time travel. You just run through a mountain. Yeah. And then they, Batman runs into the soldiers that capture the other guys, and there's a big fight with them and Batman and Robin. Then Batman and Robin shows up, somehow knows where the dungeon is. Right, the past dungeon, yeah. Yep, and they show up just in time. And there's another fight between all the criminals and Batman and Robin. Joker tries to shoot Batman, but then Robin throws a knife at him, but, like, hilt up, not blade up, so it knocks the gun out of his hand. Yeah, he even mentions it, too. Yeah. And then and then Joker just picks up a hot poker and tries to stab Robin with it. <laughs> and then Batman hits him with a stick in the butt. I guess it's a hot stick. You think he stuck him in the butt with a hot stick? Yeah, it is. It's, he burned his butt. Yeah, he, yeah, he brands him. Yeah, he goes, yeah, And then Batman and Robin knock out the Joker, and then Batman's like, he's disappointed in the banker and, uh, and stuff like that. He explains what's happening. And so they get they go to get on the plane, and Batman, ex- everyone gets on the plane that I guess they, all right. So they Joker knocked everyone out in Gotham. So, all of Gotham. Yes. All of them out okay. in Gotham. So, oh, okay. and then he brought them onto a plane and flew them out of the out of Gotham to this place, which is in the Middle East somewhere. Oh, I didn't catch that. So when they went into that little room, he knocked them out. And then he threw them in a plane and flew them somewhere? Yes. Oh, wow. He flew them to here because this place was built for mo- movies that never got used. So... I guess I Bruce Wayne invested in it or something. That's how he knew it was so he knew. fake. Okay. Fake. So he brought them all to this these two sets and used this plan. It probably cost Joker more to do this. I was just going to say he could have just kept the money because he's got all these actors hired and everything. Yeah. So, but it wouldn't say, be the Joker if he just did that. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, so, yeah, Batman and Robin put them all on the plane, and then they fly back home, and days later, Bat- Bruce says to Alfred and Robin, or Dick, that all his time machine got him was time behind bars. How come we got chubby Alfred? Because this, this is, is out of order. Yeah, we're doing ah, this right. before. Right. We did mention, okay, I guess. Yes. Yes. We it's- actually... Went out of order to record. That's why. Yeah, chronologically, that's why kind of, kind yeah. of, kind of. Gotcha. Yes, because it fall it falls weird. Like the it, Technicomics December 
comes before Batman December comes before Batman December twenty, but December twenty Detective Comics comes after. But we record two Detective Comics back to back right, to back, so, yeah, so yeah, it's just a weird way it has to be recorded. So yeah. sometimes you're gonna get a bit story out of order, like Alfred having to go to a spa to get thin because of cereals in 1944. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to the second story. Right? Because we're done with that story? Yes, yes hold we on. are. Let me... Uh, appearing in Centuries of Crime. Featured characters, Batman and Robin. Supporting character. I don't know why, but Alfred Beagle is a supporting character. He's only in one panel. No, he was in the beginning panel, too. <laughs> oh, was he in the beginning, when too? They bef- when the banker showed up. Okay. He was then we like... had Antagonist. Oh, I remember now, yeah, when the, but he was in with the banker and stuff. Antagonist. Joker, Ekla, Tate, Kid Glove Mixter, and Mira Kell. Other characters... Percival Pruitt. They're all single appearances. And then it just says the items are the Gotham Gazette. That was it. Okay. That was the paper at the end that said the Joker was in. Well, he's kind of skipped over yeah. that little tidbit. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anything else to say about that story besides it was stupid? No. Well, w- at one point, they're going through a skylight. I forgot to mention what we are going past. And Robin says, we go through skylights so much, I feel weird going through doors. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's all, I re- that's all I wanted to talk about. All right. On to the second story. The Child of Titus Keys. Take it away, Uncle Chris, with the non-canon splash page. Then, you sure it's not canon? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah we, got mi- we got miniature Batman. The giant person usually isn't canon. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at the title <laughs> page. I was just assuming it wasn't. <laughs> I figured that would happen. I didn't have my um my thing opened up to look at the page, so I figured I would just mention he's sure, so he would uh, stall a little bit and I could get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a plain background with a frame with a you know a, a four page par- uh, story on the middle of it, and we got Batman and Robin coming out of a safe. I think it is tiny, tiny Batman and Robin. Yeah, and we got a guy that looks like Dick Tracy with a with a domino mask on with a flashlight going into the safe. He does not look like Dick Tracy. He doesn't have yellow on. He's got a yellow hat on. It's yellow orange. orange. Is it orange? I guess it's orange because the yellow is a little different. And Dick Tracy's hat was yellow. Like, bright yellow. He's You're dressed right, like Dick cool. Tracy, but he's, the color's yeah. different. Well, that but he looks a little thing. older. Like, he, he looks, looks a little wrinkly. If he's, he looks more like the Lone Ranger than he does Dick Tracy. Why, because of his domino mask? Yeah. <laughs> At least it <laughs> matches. The, no, because uh, um, Lone Ranger wears a white hat. It's not even the same. What are you talking about, TJ? Lone Ranger rides a horse. There ain't even a horse in here. Wait, am I thinking <laughs> of the wrong thing? Maybe I'm thinking of Zorro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Still, Zorro would have a giant hat. <laughs> Zorro doesn't wear a hat. Yeah, he does. He's got a feather in it, doesn't he? This he doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is Zorro uh, podcast. The Zorro podcast. No one will listen to that podcast. <laughs> I might. Oys, oys. Yeah, what is that? Is that? I always thought they said order, order. Or Maybe they did in 1943, they said oyes. Or hear ye, hear ye. Wasn't that it? I'm sure it has something to do with their accent. I'm sure there's oh. supposed to be real words there. Yeah. Whatever. We open up in a court case, and court is in session for the trial of Titus Keys. And the district attorney calls his first witness, that's what it's called, yeah. Yes. Witness. <laughs> Detective Flam. <laughs> uh... So, Detective Flam was investigating a series of robberies, 
so forth and so forth, and I don't remember why he's. I'm, mm. I'm just. I'm, I'm. I'm. I literally have to scan it to find out what's going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so the the bad guys. He's he. People are getting robbed, and no, the safes are being opened without being broken into, and only slick fingers can do this, and that's what Flam is testifying to. Okay. Fingers had broken jail on May 5th and on May 7th, the robbery set. So he apparently had broken out of jail and he's can do it. Alright, so now we're calling to the stand James Stoley? Stoley? Stoney? I don't know. He's worked for the August Electric Supply Company and he got beat up there and he was they stole something. I don't really remember what they stole. Light bulbs. Light bulbs. Is that what they stole? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty positive that they took a bunch of light bulbs. Why? We talked why about they do this any before. Of this stuff? Yeah. We don't know why in the 40s they were robbing places for like light bulbs and silk. They were getting silk. silk. Yeah. yeah. Like just, candy bars. Well, wasn't it candy or something? Was candy gum. bars. Yeah. It was gum. Gum. That's what it was. It was gum. Yeah, yeah but this is, doesn't this have something to do with the bigger plan? Am I, I don't know, but the boxes look like they have light bulbs in them, and they say handle with care, so. All right, I guess we're going with with that, <laughs> but before they can get away, Batman and Robin come in, and there's a fight, and, but they get away, I guess. That's just, I'm literally just looking at the pictures and trying to see <laughs> what's happening here. This is not working. Like, anybody can do this. Like, uh, usually we have a little more uh, background here, but sorry. Yeah, like I said, I re- I know the overall story, but going into depth here is a little hard because I don't remember <laughs> the little details of what's happening. I didn't have time to reread everything. Well, I mean, really, that's pretty much what happens. They get knocked out, and um, and the cops show up. What they that didn't get knocked out. Were knocked out. They didn't get knocked out. They're just a bit woozy. Yeah, yeah. I would have wrote down that when they got knocked out, but they didn't get yeah. knocked out. Well, it just says he's. You okay, Batman? I'm just a little bit woozy. Where's the Night Watchman? I want to talk to him. Oh, yeah. So, hold on. Something's off here. <laughs> see, see, Batman punches this guy, and he says, how about lights out? And then the other guy comes in, and he hits him with a, um, a, lamp. With a lamp, and says, you ain't kidding, brother, and hits both of them. They both say, I think oh. they might have been knocked out. And then, all of a sudden, the cop shows up. Yeah, they might have been knocked out, TJ. Yeah, I don't have it written down here. <laughs> and so, we went we went through this whole episode before. <laughs> so we must have decided that there wasn't a knockout there. Yeah. Okay. So there's no knockout there. I don't have it in my notes, it doesn't count. Okay. There must have been a reason for it. No I'm, I'm c I must have gotten this comic confused with the last issue because I thought the Atlantis story wasn't it, but it's not. That's what, why I'm what? like, what's going on? Why is this I'm so lost. <laughs> anyway, this is a great episode where it's going into... Yeah, yeah, people are going to love this one. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, Batman and Robin get hit in the head, and they talked about... I don't understand why this. what this guy's testifying to. What is the point of it? Listen, you probably should have reread the comic. <laughs> no, I, I know what, everything's happening here. They're like saying that, you know, there's a freight, the freighter that struck a mine and went down with $60,000 in gold on board. But what, the gold is in the gold still in the captain's cabin and stuff like that. They're after the salvage. So, but 
that, that we don't need him for that when the next witness is going to uh, testify to that. Oh, well, right here. No, he is the witness, though. No. They bring... Go ahead. Well, they they bring the Night Watchman in when Batman and Robin wake up, and he says he heard them talk about a hall with Captain Sugg's salvage boat. Yeah, I know. That's all it is. He's testifying that he heard them say it. Yeah, and then, so you're seeing him talking to Batman, and then in the next thing, that's him on the stand. Yeah, I, I get that. The next witness is a patrolman who was at that at the boat. Right, well, so, they're just getting background. They need the whole... Uh, I get it if it was an actual <laughs> trial. It is. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not even gonna... I'm done. We're watching the whole trial from the beginning to end here. Anyway, so the patrolman testifies that they were they know where the boat was. They get on. The bad guys are there. They get into a fight. The patrolman gets a shot in on one of the guys. And then Batman gets into a diving bell and goes underwater and has a diving bell fight with the other guy that owned the salvage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and one of them has a torch. Is it Batman? Yeah, Batman has a torch. Yeah. And at first, the other guy doesn't even notice what's happening. And then the other guy's like, don't torch me. You win. And so they capture the crooks. And bring him back up. What right. I don't understand is how did the cop explain what happened underwater when he wasn't down there? He didn't say it. And you know what else I don't understand? If the criminals are in the diving bell down under the water, why did Batman get in the diving bell? Why didn't he just pull the other one up? <laughs> That's a good point too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if the criminals were in their own diving bell, maybe. Yeah, but couldn't you just paddle over to their boat and get the they were on their boat. They were on their boat and beat up everyone on the boat. Yeah, he's using their, their diving bell, like the same one they went down in. They have two diving bells, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and instead of waiting for them to come up and capture them, Batman he went goes down, down in the other diving fought bell. Fought him. Well, we yeah. think, but we don't know, because the cop didn't see what happened down there, and yet he's testifying to things he doesn't. He's, got, he's lying <laughs> on the stand. Yeah, I don't know how he could see the bottom of the ocean from where he's at, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. He had a camera. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> the 1940s waterproof camera. <laughs> anyway, so that was his testimony. So now we're getting Gordon's testimony where he testifies about Titus's keys incarceration and why he was in jail and how he had the combination safes. He made the safes of the safes that were broken into without it, and he had the combination. That's why they didn't need it. So that's why he's on trial, because they think he's the one that stole everything, because he had right. the safe things. And they found some of the jewels that was stolen in his possession. And he's like, no, I didn't I didn't do it. I don't remember doing anything like that. And at, so at first, we think the, the um, district attorney is like, trying to prosecute this guy, and he's the good guy. But it turns out, no, he's not really the good guy. He's the bad guy. <laughs> So now, because now the, the lawyer steps up and explains that the Batman thinks that Keys was framed. Right. So. And if Batman says that must be true. Apparently. Yeah. But the district reporter is like, he, he objects to what Batman thinks because it's irrelevant to the case. Yeah. And thus, so, you know, there's a bunch of argument going on over this. So they call Keys to the stand. And he he explains that he was on um he was in jail because he did go to jail before for <laughs> okay um uh, I uh, something okay. died over in Lopez's house <laughs> it, it, it it went quiet I didn't have the thing up I didn't see that he muted himself I'm like oh no I think we lost him <laughs> yeah no that sounded bad yeah that didn't sound good all right so, so anyway <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> we're gonna hope he's alive and comes back because he did. Yeah. He did think to mute himself, so I think we're okay. Yeah, he is muted right now. So, <laughs> but something definitely fell. <laughs> Lumpy's house fell down on him, and we're related to him, and we're not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> eh, he'll live. <laughs> Cats probably won't do. Uh, again, if he muted himself, he's still alive. So go ahead, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so you couldn't just move on. <laughs> I muted it so you could move on. I had to go chase the two cats for fighting on top of my turtle cage. That's what that noise was. He's got a zoo over there. I have a go, zoo. He had to go stop the cats from killing a giraffe <laughs> because they were fell over the goats. Now the kittens are finally quiet. Now the big cats are fighting on top of metal grates. Well, it sounded like your whole house crashed in around it here. It really so did. It sounded like your house came down. That's why I quick tried to mute it because it was loud. It was. It was I mean, I'm really sure loud. you guys heard it too. But it, if it's loud on my end, I, yeah, I it's gotta be it loud right now. Away. It's like they won't leave each other alone. The two of them just keep fighting. <laughs> so Keith right. takes the stand. <laughs> yeah, Keith is on the stand right now. Wow. Anyway. So he explains that in 1929, he was going through financial trumping from what his firm and for bad investments and stuff like that. So he stole money. So that's why he was in jail. And he was the safe maker for the pe- for people, I guess. I don't, whatever. And the loot was found in his room and stuff like that. So the district attorney's like, you did it. And he's like, I'm confused. And the lawyer then, I guess that's it with him. So, because now all of a sudden we have a new one. Jack Pally, the laundry owner, owner has been called to the stand. And to testify that Batman went to him with a shirt that belonged to a crook. Okay. Okay. That's That was exactly, that's, he showed me a shirt. That's what the testif- testified was. Oh, nice. Thanks, Jack Pally, for nothing. Yeah, and he found out that the he got... The address of, what's his name, the actual Slick Fingers, the actual guy that's behind all the spoilers. Right, spoiler. Anyway, the lawyer's gonna call his next witness, but the judge, and but he's not here yet. And then a small child runs in and says, I'm your next witness. And... Okay. You're reading. No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was like, I'm thrown off by whatever you're doing right now. <laughs> that's your cats. And... Uncle Chris as affirmation of everything that I say. Because <laughs> I'm actually listening to it as you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, was, every time you say, yeah, okay, I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, I know. You're, you're telling me. me the story. You're telling me the story. I feel like I gotta, I gotta chime in a little better or you'll be there by yourself. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm telling myself the story as I'm telling it, too. So, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the kid comes in and he's like, He's ready to spell it when those did. Then there was an objection that's denied. And he's like, he explains that Batman ran into uh, Slick Fingers' hideout and beat up some guards and stuff. And he came out with a piece of paper that says that I think it has all the lock combinations on it. And pretty much so, Slick Finger was in prison with Titus Keys and got the lock comb- the numbers for the locks from him in prison. That's where what it's always going down. That's what the case is proven. So the lawyers like ask the kid, "Where is Slick Fingers now?" He's and he says he's in the court right now. And then he tries Slick Fingers tries to run away. Batman punches him as he goes out the door, and 
That's it. Slick Fingers is going to be arrested instead of Titus Keys. And he was like, and everyone celebrates. They In the courtroom, Batman is lifted up on people's shoulders because I guess that's what you do in a courtroom. And the judge is like, whatever, I'm going home. Because earlier in the comic, he says, Titus Keys told him he should get hot lemonade and bitters for his cold. And thus he's going to. The end. Can I talk now? I didn't want to say okay anymore while you were talking. So. <laughs> This is just terrible. This whole episode is just a disaster. Well, and we did, so, unfortunately, everybody, we already did this, so we're going over this again. And as we go over it, I remember, we talked about how bad this was, and we actually went way more in-depth into this comic than we did in the first time we reviewed it, because- Yeah, I think we went through it a lot faster. Yeah. We we went through it way faster, because the premise of this whole story this time was like, Okay, so this guy was being framed basically for it. And they went into this big story for nothing at the end. Right, the end, yeah. He didn't do it. And this guy, this other guy did it, and that was it. Basically it. It was was a really bad story, really. So this was the one that had all the characters in it. Uh, Remember I said that? Well, there was a a shitload of characters. Half of them were irrelevant. got listed here. Right, check out how many people that got listed here. Batman, Robin, Commissioner Gordon, Slickfin, Fingers, George Collins, Captain Suggs, Charlie, Noodle Nolan, Titus Keys, David Flam, James Stoney, Patrick O'Brien, Jack Pally, and Nick. <laughs> and, and all of that was to tell you that a guy on trial was innocent, and yeah, the way funny. Batman figured it out was because he found the shirt of the guy who actually did it. Yeah, right. and, like... It was framed in the in the form of a court case, which did not help the story. It was just no, all no. over the place. Yeah. It made the story it, worse. Yeah, it was like a lot of irrelevant irrelevant testimony that we didn't need to. So. And a lot of testimony that's not possible because some of these people could not have seen some of the things that happened in it. Objection! Hearsay. <laughs> I'll hearsay you. Anyway, the judge needs to go get his bitters. Go Moving sleep. on. I feel yeah, bitter I, after that. Comment. I don't even Moving know on. what a bitter is. It's a um like a it's like a lemon thing you add to drinks. It's like it makes things taste a little sour. Oh, okay. They say you anyway. should take it for hip- hiccups too. Bitters. Okay, we're Moving gonna on. Move- <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry if you thought that one was bad. Where do we get to this one? We're moving on to our PSA issue. I like this one. I like when they go around with the police people. The police. This one's called The Lawman of the Sea, a police division story. I don't know who's up for the non-canon splash page. Him. Uh, me. Batman and Robin are beating some people up on the docks, and there's a police boat pulling up with a spotlight on them, and uh, there's a police officer pointing from the main deck towards the fight. That's pretty much what's happening. It's um not miniatures this time for some reason. No, no, everybody <laughs> is uh, actual size. It's because this is a real story, but with the real police. This is no fantastical Batman stuff. No, this is what the real work gets done. Right yep. I'm just waiting for Uncle Chris to unmute because before we I open up. Him anyway. We open up kind of strangely, so I want both of you guys to talk about it. You mean when we did talk about this, I remember this too. <laughs> yeah, so... It's- I want him Sorry, here for it. I was having a coughing fit. I had, to, I had to mute it. I was coughing. I don't just cough and say excuse me like you do, TJ. I muted it so you didn't have to listen to it. Yeah, I could just <laughs> cut it, that part out, though. Oh, okay. Well, you can cut that part out, too, while you're waiting for me. So Yeah, I, I played on it. 
<laughs> we did talk about this. Uh, Batman and his being in Robin's room getting dressed yeah, for some reason. Yeah. So <laughs> we open up with Batman getting dressed in his Batman suit in Robin and Dick's room while Dixon is his pajamas just waking up. Yeah, did it, was he standing there getting dressed while Dick was sleeping? I, I, yep, I don't know. He's in I, his room, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to have a drink for that one because this one's really getting my nerves, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's Bruce is going to be taking Dick to one of the branches of the police department today, the Harbor Patrol. Are yeah. you excited about the Harbor Patrol? I am. I, am. I like boats. They're called <laughs> ships. <laughs> ships and boats, same thing. Nuh-uh. Boats and Bo- hose. Boats fits on ships. <laughs> anyway, so they get on the ship, we get introduced to the cast of the Harbor Patrol. One of them... Makes a sculpture of Batman. Whittles a sculpture of Batman for Robin. Yeah. Weird. Well, doesn't he say, yeah, he says, here, Robin, here's a statue of your sidekick. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> it's weird. Whatever. This is he's just... breaking Batman's balls. Or he's just trying to endear himself <laughs> to the kid. <laughs> yeah, do you know where six ships go for to get checkups? Oh, God. Go... I don't... Are we really doing this? <laughs> they go to the dock. The dock. Get it? The doctor. Alright, I won't. I won't, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're gonna go, just like every one of these, we're gonna spend the day with this department, the police department, and see what they do. And we, the first thing they do is they save a girl who jumps off of a bridge trying to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck? We go on to find out later that it happens all the time. Yeah, not only does it go on all the time, apparently her, her husband was killed in the he, he learned that her he was killed shrapnel in the North African campaign. I don't right, know what that right. is. So what they're saying is during the war. war. Right. During the war their husbands are dying so they just go kill themselves off the Oh bridge. crap. I forgot we're in the middle of World War Two, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I'm still I'm I'm still releasing we're so far ahead of schedule with these releases that I'm releasing stuff back in nineteen forty two right now and I'm for some reason I'm in that mindset. So yeah, yeah. Well, no, we're in the middle of World War II. Yeah, I forgot about all the propaganda and stuff. Anyway, so she she's upset that her husband was killed and she has nothing left to quit for her and then Batman says, What are you quitting? That's stupid. Don't quit. I know he's like, stop being a sissy. Who cares if your husband died? That's what he's Go doing. get a job like all the other women. What are you doing? Yeah. Pre- yeah. Stop pretty being much. A baby. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he's a jerk. <laughs> anyway. I mean, apparently not because uh, his persuasive talk helps her. It, it fixes her. Yeah, he fixes her. Well, yeah. just, so, you know, back in the 40s, women just needed a good talking to her to get, you know, back on tracks. Yeah. Or go on a cruise. <laughs> just, just or go on a cruise. cruise. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The doctor did tell one to go on a cruise one time because she was hysterical. Yeah, she went on. She went on a cruise and got eaten by vampires. She did. You're right. Anyway, they also direct traffic apparently because for some reason a bunch of what is that called? It's not kayaking. When the sport where they're in a rowboat in thing. Oh, um, forget what it's called. It's, it's a regatta or something, isn't it? A regatta. I don't know. It's a the stupid regatta's rich- the race, but I can't remember what the actual thing was called. It's a stupid rich person sport. <laughs> <laughs> the, anyway, for some reason, they're out in the middle of the harbor 
about to be crashing into a ship, and they're like, so the Harbor Patrol, so make sure that that doesn't happen. So they say, hey, watch out for that. And they, so that happens. And then for some reason, two small children are out fishing, I guess, and they their motor broke, so now they're getting towed back into the dock, so that happens. And then the heavy fog rolls in, and this is where it's brought up that, hey, pirates are on the sea. Oh, no. Arr. This is like the third time we have pirates. Yeah, I won't start with the pirate jokes again, sorry. It's because you don't have any prepared. <laughs> well, if if um, Batman kills them, it'll be the Dead Sea. <laughs> Dead Sea. <laughs> anyway. you, know, you, know what kind of, you know what kind of band's not allowed to play on a boat? Maroon 5, they're not allowed to play on a boat. I thought you said you weren't doing this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, man. So, <laughs> as they are um, traveling through the fog. They hear gunshots on the dock, and hey, some somebody just got murdered over there. Of course Batman's there. Why wouldn't somebody get murdered? Like, if something's gotta happen, Batman's there. I think he brings the crime with him. Possibly, but <laughs> I, I guess the bad guys are there to rob the silk put paddle, silk things on the, the hot yep, there. There's a shipment of silk coming in, and that's what Is that really what's coming in? It says wow, silk I mentioned right on silk. Those- Yep. It sure does. You did mention it, and it is. Now they're taking silk. Yeah. Anyway, there's a fight, and the Harbor Patrol gets involved. Batman throws some silk on some guys, but then they start to run away. They get on to a boat, and their leader is revealed. It's Shark Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, he's got a good one. You know what kind of detergent he likes? Tide. He likes Tide detergent. (laughs) Are you... Like, the jokes don't even have a thematic theme on this one. You're just saying random jokes. Come on, I wasn't prepared for this one, TJ. You, you challenged me. I didn't have any jokes. I got a bunch of them. They're just not good. Yeah, you didn't have any pirate jokes. They're just, just random water jokes. Anywho. Yeah, anyway, so they chase after a shark, and guess what? They shoot out the lights, and because... Even the PSA Harbor Patrol cops are stupid, and they lose them in the freaking dark because they can't figure anything out when they lose their light. Anyway, they change the light bulb, they put it on, and hey, the ship's gone. And that's it for the... That's it. They go home. The day's over. What? That's it. They go home. They lost them. Yeah, they lost okay. them in the fog. They have no lights, so they turn around and go home. <laughs> oh, well. What are we going to do? I guess we just go home. Yeah. And, but, so, uh, bat- but the next night, Batman and Robin show up again. They're going to figure out what's up with these pirates. Pirates. But, oh no, one of the Harbor Patrol is missing. The guy who um, whittles, he's missing. But he managed, he managed to tell one of his guys where he, he was going to. So they go to that pier where he was, which just looks like an island. It's like, looks yeah. like it's just a, a house in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> anyway, so they show up there. But hey, they see, like, what is it called? Dust? Whittle dust? I don't Whittled yeah. wood. Shavings? It's just, it's just wood shavings. Wood shavings. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. So yeah, wood shavings lead into a wall. So Batman punches the wall, and behind it is the tied up guy. <laughs> because they built the wall after he whittled that walking. Yeah. Oh, they were, I guess he was walking over to that wall still whittling, you think? And and there's so much shavings from whittling. I don't know yeah. if you've ever whittled before. but And then they built the wall enough. on top of the shavings. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is, like, so ridiculous. Anyway, so they free him, and they're like, hey, he found out about, they're going to rob this ferry 
No, wait. They're, I'm sorry. They're going to rob the armor truck that had to take the ferry for some reason. Right. So, whatever. Yeah, so I don't th- know. I don't care. Whatever. I, get, I don't remember why they had to take the ferry, but I do remember that the armor truck had to get on the ferry. Anyway, so the bad guys show up at the ferry. They're about to... Um, Rob it, and but then the Harbor Patrol shows up and shoots their guns out of her. And there's another giant fight that happens. Batman slides down some steps and on a sh- doesn't he get killed? <laughs> Not yet. We're getting yeah, there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> slides down some ship steps that are on the ferry, kicks some guys, and then he gets knocked off into the ocean. And oh no, they're too close to the pier. The ship's gonna run him over. It's gonna crush Batman, and it does. All that's He's left dead. is his cape. Yeah, his cape's there. He's dead. The Harbor Troll says it. Batman, he's dead. It's hard to believe. It is oh. hard to believe. Oh, man. What are we going to do? This makes Robin enraged. He's heartbroken. Yep. Yeah, he freaks out. And he runs after. He jumps onto the boat after the bad guys. And then he gets hit in the back of the head. And I think yeah, it, didn't work. it didn't last too long. He get, I think that I did write down this knockout. So Robin was knocked out for the 45th time here. Oh, and that's it. I guess Robin's captured and Batman's dead. Story's over, right? Yep. End of the whole series. End of Batman. But no. But no. Sorry, out. I got attacked by a cat and I couldn't <laughs> eat it. Uh, so we go back a few moments in time and we see that Batman was not crushed. He just swam under the boat because of course yeah. he did. He's Batman. Yeah, but it was a pretty close call because his cape got caught ripped off. He's also in cold water, his superpower. He probably could have lifted the whole boat when he was in cold water. I forgot about that. Anyway, he swam under the boat and grabbed onto a rope, I guess, that was on the speedboat that the bad guys are on. And um, there, meanwhile, the bad guys are radioing to these other guys in somewhere nearby. And then... Now we're in a James Bond movie because this giant underwater freaking base appears out of the harbor. That's yeah, how they live in. Yeah. This would be big special effects in a movie right now. You'd see the water pouring off, the thing opening up. It's like, this is how the pirates are disappearing. I don't know why the pirates need money if they can afford to build this thing, but whatever. Right. Anyway, so they drive into their their um, hideout, and then Batman shows up, reveals himself, and punches Shark in the face. And then they get into another fight. Meanwhile, uh, one of the big guys tr- is trying to... Did he manage to hit the lever or not? I don't remember. Uh, no, he does not manage no. to hit the lever. And Shark's yelling, hey, get hit the lever. Oh, no, they did hit the lever because now the thing is going down. And Shark... Or not. Wait, huh? Yeah, no, I think Robin punched him in the face and hits the lever back up. Yeah, I know, but it says... So, in this panel where the lever's hit, where Batman's punching the guy, and he says, yeah. he, in the next panel, Shark says, hey, stop him. He's pushed one of the levers back. Oh, well, okay, so Batman did it. Right, but then in the next panel, Robin hits the bad guy into the lever, hitting the lever that was already hit. Yeah, but now they're both up. They were both down oh, before. Oh, they were both down. Okay, I yeah. see. I understand. I didn't understand. I and whatever. So both lovers are up, which reveals the base, and the Harbor Patrol comes in, arrests everyone, and so they well save. And Batman and Robin say goodbye to the Harbor Patrol, and then we end with, yes, it's so long to the Harbor Police, but we'll be back again with another story of a different police division. Watch for I it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yay. Um. The end. <laughs>
I can't wait. Appearing in Lawman of the Sea, Batman, Robin, The Harbor Patrol, Sergeant Daniels, Spinner Pal, and Willie Binger. The antagonist was Shark Hawkeye. And that's it. It says first appearance of the Gotham Harbor, but I don't think that's true. I mean, who knows? At this right. point, I was going to say, we've definitely probably. had docks and stuff before. Yeah, yeah I don't know. They keep, they, they keep chasing the go- geography of Gotham, so who knows? Right. Yeah, who knows? Anything to say about that crappy PSA? We all know how Lumpy loves PSAs, so. I like that one, but I like when they follow the police around. I don't know why. <laughs> so. I, I, didn't, I don't know that it was worse than the one before it, but um, oh, the one it before it made, good. it made it better. The one before it made it way better. Yes, I'll give you. You that. said before we went into it, Lump, that this one was going to be bad. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's bad. I just, you know, my problem with ones like this is this, there's not really much of a story to me. It's just kind of so thrown together when they do it. It's just like because there's it's so just, many little things that happen and go nowhere because it's just propaganda. Yeah, it's all it is. Like it's it. a it's a PSA for the cops and propaganda and saying, "Hey, look how good the cops are." Yeah, we should be doing more of those. So, anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, the last story in Batman number 20 is Bruce Wayne loses the guardianship of Dick Grayson, which is way too long of a title. Yeah. Who's up for this non-canon splash page? Uh, me. Then do it. So, it's just a, it's a courtroom again. Sure is. <laughs> and uh, Robin's getting pulled away by a guy in a robe, and Batman's getting pulled the other way. By a guy with a robe. And um, the judge is up there banging the gavel. And there's a weird like curtain above him with stars on it I never saw before. And patriotic. Yeah, it's, it is patriotic. But there's no, there should be some red in there, don't you think? Red, white, and blue. And that's it. So we, have, we haven't been mentioning the Bob Keynes in every one of the ah, Splash pages. It has been on every one. I and saw. we haven't mentioned it in this episode. But we mentioned it in the when we first recorded this and in every episode about the long introductions. I, I did mention it on one of the um, the previous um, stories. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really long. Like we should start reading them, and then we could just end the episode because it would take twenty minutes to read the stinking panel that's on the front page. And all it does is spoil the story that's coming up. It ruins the story. All right. Anyway, we open up with another weird scene. Bruce and Dick are having a pillow fight. I don't know what's going on here. And Alfred comes in and is like, "Hey, there's people downstairs," and they're like, "Uh, okay, we're gonna get changed now." I guess they're just. There's only one bed in that room, right? Yeah, there's only one. I don't know. I think when Robin's sleeping, I think Batman comes in and just stands there and stares at him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, this is getting to the. It's getting to peak points with how weird it's getting between them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, downstairs we get introduced to Clara and what's his name? Uncle George, Dick Grayson's right. uncle. The next thing we get the really cartoony splat, uh, panel where the ants hugging them and there's hearts all around it and stuff. Yeah, she kissed them. Yeah, it's weird. It really felt ca- cartoony. And then the panel after that, there's a Bruce looking back and forth, and it's got like the three heads turning back you mean, and forth. You mean it's a weird. Dick looking back and forth? Yeah, Dick. Yeah, I said I said Bruce. Dick. Yeah. You did say Bruce. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, they're here to take Dick Grayson into their custody because you know they're his family. Right. And Bruce is like, huh? No, that's not <laughs> happening. And Dick's like, I'm not going with you. And then they say, we'll see you in court then. And they leave. In that's the courtroom, uh, Alfred testifies that Bruce is a good good dad. And Bruce makes a plea for staying. And 
Dick's like, I want to stay with Bruce after the parents died. But then they make the case that, you know, Bruce is a useless playboy that does nothing. He does nothing but nightclubbing, and he's he's like a playboy and stuff. So as far as we know, that's true. Like if you didn't know Batman, you, that's all you see. So right. I mean, as far as Bruce Wayne goes, right. You can't really argue it. That no. is that is Bruce Wayne. So true. That is true. But he is a billionaire. True. And, playboy who could take care of this kid the kid doesn't seem to want to leave and he's old enough to make his own decisions as far as like i don't know how custody cases go no but but doesn't don't normally the if the kid's old enough they can choose where they want to go to some extent but we don't know how old they gotta be he's like nine He's between eight and sixteen. We don't know. Right, yeah, we don't we don't know. We have no idea. If, if he's on the high end, then yes. If he's on the low end, then no. <laughs> right. And then and then there's the fact that we know for a fact that like Robin's doing fine in school and stuff. We had whole issues where he's getting straight A's and stuff. Right, right. So it's both understandable and not because they didn't even it doesn't even look like they this guy proved that he is his uncle. Right. But if you know what's going on and you know they're Batman and Robin, then he puts him in danger almost every night. Well, yeah, it's even worse if if the truth comes out. Yeah, you probably should take the kid. He probably should. If he knew that, yeah, without a doubt. But just Bruce Wayne on his own. Yeah, Bruce is not the greatest role model, but it's not like the kid's out on the street wandering. Well, he is, but... He is. Yes, (laughs) he actually is in the middle of the night. He's wandering the streets dealing with criminals. But you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. shot at and stuff, yeah, but you're right. But, But but where were these people before? So, like, that would be my case, basically. All of a sudden, you're interested in the kid. What took you so long? Well, you they know, in do... the 40s, people were much more trustworthy, though, in the 40s. I, From what I understand, <laughs> they were out of the country, and they only managed to get back now, was their, ex- is their explanation. Okay. Yeah. But Dick doesn't know who this guy is at all. Which my is question weird. is, yeah. can you prove that you're his uncle? Right. It doesn't really matter. So the uncle makes this case, and the, his wife makes this case, and the judge is like, sorry, I award custody of Dick Grayson to his uncle and his actual family. <laughs> so the next morning, they're packing up Dick's stuff in his room. They go toward the manor one last time. They sh- Like the, the Batmobile that Robin's driving, I guess. So he's sad about that. And then they have the Joker's decapitated head for some reason. Not sure what that's about. <laughs> is it yeah, a mask? Yeah, because I, I don't remember the Joker ever wearing a mask. I mean, oh, uh, when the Joker's gang wore these masks. Ah, uh, okay. I just assumed they decapitated the Joker off screen and they keep it as a trophy. Yeah. But stuff they're going, stuff they're, head. they're going through their trophy room, <laughs> looking at the penguin. Like, this alone should get him disqualified from raising. Look at all sure. of our trophies that we've been stealing <laughs> from our criminals. Look look at me, I look like a serial killer keeping trophies <laughs> from everything we do, yeah. Anyway, so they hug and it's like, that's it. And then Dick Grayson leaves the Wayne Manor. And Bruce says goodbye. And that's it. Yay, no more Robin. I finally got rid of the kid. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get a chance to kill him. Damn it. Yeah, maybe I should get him back so I can finish the job, just in case he tells anybody. Yeah, we can't have him tell people. Anyway, they're sad. Bruce and Alfred, and then Bruce is moping for a little while. For hours, apparently, in his chair. And, and then Alfred comes in and gives him his bat suit and says, go out and be Batman. And so he does. Bat it up. Go out and bat it up. And, like, 
I don't I didn't understand the, this at all. So a bunch of crooks are robbing a library. Yeah, there's one book that's worth a lot of money or something they're trying to get. Yeah, I know. But they're robbing a library. Knowledge yeah. is power, TJ. I don't really think you need to rob a library. You ever been in a library? If you if there's a book in there that's worth a lot of money, you walk in, you grab it, and you run out the door. There's not like security cards in a library. Yeah, you no. ever deal with a librarian? Yeah, librarians can be mean though. I've seen monsters. Inc. Watch I've out. Seen, okay. Yeah, I've seen yes. monsters Inc. <laughs> Uh, whatever. It just seems like it'd be more profitable to go rob a jewelry store or a bank if you're just gonna rob something. Yeah, but all the criminals are doing that. We gotta get something different. We gotta think outside the box here. Okay. Well, apparently they didn't <laughs> think enough outside the box because Batman find them robbing the library. <laughs> and he starts beating them up, but I guess Batman sucks without Robin because he gets his ass kicked. He does. They hand him his ass in this. And he's about to get shot in the back, but then Robin shows up out of nowhere. And they what the run heck? away. Did he pack his Robin suit when he left? I guess he did. Must I think have... Batman would say, you can't take that Robin suit. They're going to know you're Robin, you goofball. Well, he did. And they chase him off and the fight continues. And I guess they're out. I, I recognize that lion statue from somewhere. Why do I recognize that lion statue outside of the library? You mean from like the last four times we covered it? No. At the library? Where we read Maybe it. there was one outside the library where you grew up. Wasn't there... Is I do the, feel like there was in Philadelphia. It, wasn't there libraries outside the library in Ghostbusters? There may have been. No, that was Gozer. Wasn't it those those dog things? And were they dog things? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where. I don't know. I don't remember. Whatever. Moving on. Robin kicks a guy, and then we cut over to the headquarters of Fatso Foley, Racketeer Head. I don't think you can call somebody Fatso Foley. That's not nice. I'm just reading what the... The narrators tell me. See, I'm, I'm pro nicknames. You're pro nicknames? You're fat, so. But, yeah, like, I don't mind. Like, I, I, I don't mind somebody walks by and pats me on the belly because I'm getting a little heavy. I don't care about that. That don't bother me. <laughs> well, there's a difference between someone named Fatso Foley and then just calling someone Fatso. <laughs> hey, Fatso. Yeah, like like Bruce did to the Penguin a couple uh, back in Quite the Penguin issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just calling him Fatty and stuff. Yeah, Fatty, Fatty, Boobalatty. But if it's his name and he's embraced it, you know. Well, if you name your kid Fatso, then I guess you just have to feed him a lot because you know that he's got to live up to his name at that point, right? I don't think Fatso Foley's his real name. Oh, you don't think it's his real name? No, I think that's his gangster <laughs> name. Oh, I thought maybe it was his, I thought his mom was like, oh, look at the little Fatso. I mean, that's what we're gonna name him. <laughs> okay, I've been I've been called worse. I'll take that. So that's how it works. Anyway, they hear about over the radio that Batman and Robin has declared war on Fatso Folly. I don't remember them declaring war, but okay. Yeah, but yeah. So and they're like, well, we're gonna have to break up that combination, the bad guys. Meanwhile, back with Batman and Robin. Batman thanks him, but he said, and he's he's like. Stick this out, Robin. It won't be long before before I get you back. I promise. Meanwhile, no. And then I guess cut to out later where Robin's sneaking back into his bedroom, got through his window, which makes I guess it makes sense he's going through the window in this instance. And then the his uncle and his step aunt, right? I guess it's his aunt. No, it's his aunt. No. A, you're all they're always step aunts. Like it's never. Yeah, it does it. It's always your aunt. It yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay. Your, your your uncle that's blood, his wife is your aunt, no matter whether how many times he's been married, I guess. So. Yeah, but I I don't think that they're married, is my point. Um, it still would be 
uncle's It wouldn't girlfriend. be Step, though. It would be his uncle's girlfriend, yeah. I guess. Uncle. Yeah, but it would be... You'd probably still call her aunt. Whatever. Hey, this is... It's really yeah, pointless. Here, here there. Pointless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, they check on Rock Dick to make sure he's still... He's, I guess he's either asleep or he's pretending to be asleep, and they're like, good, good. And then the aunt takes off her glasses and hair. Wig. The real she's a, I guess, a beautiful blonde, I guess. Why, why? Like... Did they not? Did somebody know this blonde, or did they just decide that? Oh, I look better with glasses and brown hair. Yeah, I don't know. Her being a blonde hair and looking like that makes no difference to the case whatsoever. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I guess you know you don't want her to be pretty. She's got to look motherly. She's got to look like an old lady. I guess I don't know. Maybe to get more sympathy, be more sympathetic. But in I don't. The, think, yeah, in the courtroom. But I don't think she puts that thing back on ever again. But Uncle, so, Uncle Bill or whatever the hell his name is didn't have no makeup or nothing on. No. His name's Uncle George, by the way. George. Okay. Yeah. So, I, whatever. It doesn't matter. He calls up Bruce Wayne and says, hey, you want to buy Robin or buy Dick? <laughs> well, he doesn't actually say that here, but <laughs> he says, enough, but, yeah. he, Uncle George says, come over right away. And so Bruce comes over and then he says, do you want to buy Dick? And he's like, what? This This, this sounds terrible. That sounds like prostitution at this point. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if prostitution's the right word. Selling children? No, no. You keep asking if he wants to buy dick. <laughs> yes, that's what he meant by your. It sounds like prostitution. Yeah, it doesn't sound good at all. I didn't even pick up on that. I'm just so used to his name. Yeah, yeah. See, I, you don't understand. I'm, I'm eternally eight years old. Every time you say his name, I giggle in my head, even if it's not out loud. Okay. <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind. That's why I was confused by what you were saying. Every time you say it. <laughs> All right. Moving on. So, Bruce is like, he's not a piece of property. And he's like... If the, all right, you don't, you're not getting them back. Then uh, right. don't tell the police that you're doing this. Okay, why? <laughs> why wouldn't Bruce just go to the police after this? It would probably be easier just to go to the police and get it over with. Yeah, <laughs> right. But but the police may not be able to do anything because the court said that they were going. All he has is the guy's word. True. Uh anyway. So they're like, maybe he's. God damn it! <laughs> I lost my place. All right, he says, give me a million dollars, he can have it back, and he's like, so Bruce is like, I'm not doing it, and he goes home and he talks to Alfred, and he's like, I can't just buy him back even though I want it, it's wrong, essentially, and he's like, well, then let Batman get him back for you, and he's like, yeah. good job, Alfred, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Send Batman in there to kick his ass and take the kid. But I just don't understand why Bruce didn't think of that. Because he needed Alfred to be there. Because he's so sad and distracted that Robin's not there. yeah. Whatever. Later, Batman shows up at Uncle George and says, he says, you're not selling that kid. Now, sign this confession. Oh, no. He says, sign this confession and I'll be back to get the confession. Yeah, here, hold this and I'll come back and get it. Yeah. Instead of just staying there and getting yeah, the confession. And, and making them sign it right now while he's standing there. Right. Uh, uh, whatever. Anyway, so while he's gone, the Uncle George reads that Batman declared war on Fatso, so he calls Fatso. And says, hey, uh, Batman's going to be here, so you want to come get him? And so and Fatso's like, yeah, sure. And so Fatso's crew shows up, knocks out Batman for the 63rd time. And then Batman wakes later inside of a salvage boat on the river. And they put Batman into, what is this called? A decompression chamber. 
Yeah, isn't that when like divers come up so that they yeah, don't, um, yeah, they don't get the bends? Yeah, yeah. So the idea is that they're how they're does this work? Them. Yeah, I I don't have the science this time around because <laughs> uh, they're putting a thousand pounds of air onto Batman, which I guess is making it hard for him to breathe, and he's gonna suffocate. Yeah, his chest, his chest, like crushing his lungs. Yeah. Okay. So, while that's happening, Uncle George calls Wayne Manor and says, Hey, you want this kid or not? Yeah, what the heck? I'm trying to sell this kid and I was buying him. <laughs> and Alfred's like, uh, he pretends to be Bruce, but he's like, give me the money and or else. And Alfred's like, oh no, what am I going to do? He's They got Batman, so I guess I'll go knock on Robin's window. <laughs> like a freak. Wait till you get caught doing that, Alfred. So yeah, he's he got a ladder, climbs up the Robin's win Dick's window, and knocks in the window. And so he Dick gets dressed up as Robin, and him and Alfred go out and they interrogate some goons until now, they people fi- see Alfred and Robin together. They don't put two and two together and say, "Oh, that I, must be." I never understand that because Alfred never has any kind of disguise right. at all. Alfred should have put Batman suit. He could have went out as Fat Man. And, uh, see, <laughs> see, this is where you don't understand. In the next issue, he's going to be thin, so it's not going to. They're not going to. No, I got yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, they find out where Batman is. They Alfred and Robin beat up the the bad guys, and but you know they throw a hose at him. Um, they Alfred uses Penguin's gas umbrella Sweet in order shit. in order to do it, and then they free Batman from the decompressions. Yeah. Okay. So are they on the ship? I guess they don't show them going on yeah, the ship, but they somehow did. they got on the ship. I don't know how they got there, yeah, and they don't it. really cover it either. No, mm, it doesn't matter. But the day is safe. Batman saved. Meanwhile, later, Fatso shows up at Uncle George's place and say, "Did you get rid of Batman?" And then a cop and Batman show up right behind them. And guess what? Uncle George is slapped by his girlfriend, and they are arrested. And then the judge rewards custody back to Dick Grayson, but. Dick Grayson, but why do you two keep texting me? <laughs> I didn't text we you. We only one. texted you one time. Yeah, it was once, Tony, to hurry up. <laughs> that was both of his. <laughs> oh, you must ago. have just got it because you don't have service. That was 30 minutes ago when we were supposed to be done. <laughs> I got to go pick my kid up. <laughs> <laughs> I got four panels to get through here. God. Go. <laughs> anyway, so the judge awards Bruce custody, but they don't charge... Uncle George with a crime here. He just set up Batman to get killed. Yeah, and then first he tried to sell a kid, and that, they're not he, pressing charges for that. Bruce, he hired right. somebody to kill Batman. Yeah, yeah, and then he just gets off scot free. Bruce kicks him in the butt and said, "Don't yeah. come back." He doesn't get off scot free. He gets a kick in the ass, and they tell him, "Get out of here, Uncle George." So is it is it, is it his uncle? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they don't cover that. They don't cover that. Anyway, they're like, hey, yeah, you, you're you a good guy, I guess. Despite your Playboy activities, you're a good guy. You can have this kid and continuously put him in danger. And anyway, anyway, Alfred, we finish off with Alfred saying, hey, they're back together again. And everything turned out right after all. The, the end. end. Ah, okay. Appearing in Bruce Wayne's lost loses the guardianship of Dick Grayson. I couldn't even get it out in so long. Feature characters: Batman, Robin. Supporting characters: Alfred Beagle. Antagonist: George Grayson, Clara Grayson, Fatso Foley. And that's it. 
I mean, that one was okay. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't bad. I would say I think that might have been the better one of the four. Best of the four, definitely best of yeah. the four. It had it actually had a story to it. I did like the story. Right. Yeah, I mean the Joker yeah. one was okay too though. It was just Joker they, was okay. It was just too convoluted. Like there was, was there's no way he hired 700 people to work for him. That's true, but this one's very convoluted too. <laughs> it is, but it I I see what they were going for. Like, it oh was, my god, he's going to lose custody. Just, just because it's simpler in scope doesn't mean it's any less convoluted. No, there but simpler words. is easier to read. So yeah, and there was. A well, lot I mean, less there words. were a lot less words. I will say that. Yeah. That's yeah, the only way I can I can tell you that I like this one better because there was a lot less words. Right. Yeah. All right. I mean, I guess overall this was an okay Batman thing. It's not the worst one we ever read. Definitely not the right. worst. No, it's definitely, definitely not the best. Yeah. It's somewhere in the middle. You know. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say about this? Um, nope. Then you want to know why Batman and, you know, want to know what Batman and False Teeth have in common? No, I really don't. They both only come out at night. Come on, that's a good one. That was a new that's, joke. I found a new joke. That's not even true. Not at all. You ever talk to my grandma at the dinner table? Oh, gross. Yeah. Well, you hope they both only come out at night. <laughs> did, you ever have, did you ever have the guy who can move them up and down while he's talking to you and make you want to throw up? But, that's, that but that's not true. What happens if someone's getting robbed in the middle of the day? Wouldn't you want Batman to come out and save him? He only You're comes out at night. He doesn't care TJ. what happens during the day. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was a new joke, TJ. I didn't have to it recycle was... anything. <laughs> 